0: Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome to another TMG interview here at The Movie Guys. My name is Paul Preston, and if you're wondering what movie you should be seeing as it gets colder and you're looking for something to just get on the couch with, it's a nice warm and fuzzy rom-com, enjoy the eggnog, I have the movie for you and I have the actress to talk to. The film is Modern Persuasion, opening on December 18th to all manner of VOD. You can get it video on demand everywhere you can. And by the way, I would like to recommend you do that. Don't just settle with everything that the streaming services are give you go out there and rent this movie it is uh, charming and funny and the actress i'm talking to is the film star who you know from her appearances on orange is the new black and twin peaks as well as films urban legend and where i remember her very fondly the upside of anger alicia thank witt is joining us
1: thank you it's so nice to be here
0: thank you and i don't know why i said us i guess joining it's, it's joining me and of course all the <laughs> but uh it's oh, it's great
1: to- everyone who's watching this that's great
0: all right well let's uh not mess around talk about the film because uh, you got to plug it because people are just sitting at home and they need to go out and find it uh like i did and it was uh it was worth the worth the search to, to get it it's it's called modern persuasion and the title doesn't lie it's just that it's a modern take on jane austen's classic novel persuasion so tell us about the update and about your character ren cosgrove who again has that essential element of a, of a romantic comedy, you really root for her.
1: Thank you. Um, I think what drew me the most to this project is the concept of lost love found again and, or the possibility that there's someone in our past that it had life turned out a little bit differently. That might be our person. That might be the one that we're sitting on the couch snuggled up with drinking eggnog right now. And I, I had loved the novel Persuasion when I read it back when I was a kid. Um, I read most of Jane Austen's novels and loved them. I love the way that she tells these stories of longing but in a way that I think we can all relate to, whether we're happily married or in a relationship or single, there's, there's something about the experience of falling in love. And when you know sometimes that that person is the one you could have your entire life with, um, it's really difficult to put them out of your head if circumstances don't work out that way. Um, So when this script came along, I was in Prague working on the Amazon series, Lore, and it kind of came out of the blue. I had a Skype meeting with the two directors, Alex and Johnny, and I just got off the call and thought, I really hope they choose me because I would love to do this, to, to film in New York and to tell a story that I thought was romantic and funny and... And also something I, I felt on some level I could relate to very deeply. It it, it just was a no brainer to say yes when they asked me to do it. Um, and this cast, it's I think the most eclectic and brilliantly individual cast of of actors that I I can think I've ever worked with. Um, it's a It's a wonderfully clever way of taking almost all of the characters from Jane Austen's original Persuasion and adapting them to New York City life in an office place. There's so many little Easter eggs hidden throughout it for people who are diehard fans of the book, as I know many people are from the Jane Austen fan clubs that are kind of you know reaching out on social media at this point and
0: bracing themselves yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) firing Um, up i
1: i just i think it's it's beautifully clever i love also that my cat is the one who's named wentworth in it (laughs) and and that ends up being a crucial plot point towards the end of the movie
0: i thought Um, the in you, taking the word modern from the title you mentioned the office workplace I thought that was a very representative workplace in terms of you know there's a gay relationship there are there's a diverse group of uh, employees there and I thought that was very representative of modern America as opposed to some you know essentially whitewashed uh, castes
1: absolutely and I I loved that if you read the script it didn't specify what ethnicity anybody was or what they looked like. Um, it was a thrill to to watch because I was the first one I think or one of the first ones that was cast and then to hear about the the people that were coming on board and it was I was just blown away on a daily basis by how brilliant the casting was and every day on the set was a joy because, since my character is kind of the through line of the whole experience, I got really quality uh, scene work with each and every one of these extraordinary actors. And and New uh, Neuwirth is somebody I've wanted to work with forever, really. And to get to play her niece and have such beautiful scenes with her and and become friends with her as well. It, it was just a dream. I and just Mark Moses. Oh. And Mark Moses! Everything
0: that guy says in the movie is funny. <laughs> it's funny, <laughs> everything he says is funny. It's a rare thing you can pull off in a, in a comedy that where everything you say is funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree with yeah. you. And And of course, when I first met him, I was like, oh my goodness, I I suddenly put it together that he had been on Mad Men because Mark has been in hundreds and hundreds of movies. He's one of those guys that you look at his IMDb page and you've probably seen him in 50 things.
0: And I'll say, first thing I saw him in was Platoon. So give you an idea. Ah! He's been doing this for a while.
1: Yes, he sure has. great. (laughs) Yeah, I was a huge Mad Men fan and it was fun getting to talk to him about that and fangirl a little bit. And Lily, who um, I'd worked with on The Exorcist just a year before that, it was a joy to reunite with her. And Adrienne Moore, who I, I've become friends with as well, she's someone that I would not have met during my time on Orange because our characters had nothing to do with one another. So that was just another beautiful coincidence.
0: Yeah, all those actors deserve a shout-out, except uh, Dominic Raines, who I kind of know, and he's so handsome. He doesn't need an extra shout-out here. He'll be fine.
1: He's so Uh, (laughs) handsome. Well, I have to say, since you brought that up, I also really enjoyed watching the chemistry between the other potential couples as well, and the fact that you get the sense Ren's dating life has been somewhat non-existent, but then when Owen comes back into the picture, there are these other um, suitors who kind of come along. And I think that's true of life as well. When you're crushing on somebody, whether or not that person is returning your attention, it gives you that little boost of sparkle that attracts other people your way. You know what I mean?
0: Well, it kind of sounds like that's what ren does is like what you just said sitting back watching the other relationships happen and uh so then it's time for her to maybe take the risk and move into one of course all sorts of things get in the way hence yeah. it's a romantic comedy but you said you relate a little bit to her um is the now uh, last time I, you work constantly last thing i saw you do i think was uh the Walking Dead because I was such a fan Ooh. of that show, and you were so hard in that show. I was shocked. I was like, "This is I, Alicia Witt's Lovely. What is she, she's all? <laughs> you know, you were. Just, it's just a hard show. It's got bark on it." To quote, "No Country for Old Men." But um, yeah, but do you do you love that taking a challenge in a in a role that's really tough as nails, or do you just like settling into the uh uh you know what looks comfortable on you uh, a nice uh, romantically?
1: I enjoy doing all of them. I I would imagine. I mean, the joy about doing a romantic lead like this one is to get to really have the full experience, to have so many moments on screen where there's a lot that is unsaid. There's a lot that goes on where her love, her lifelong love is there in the scene and she can't say what's in her heart. But it's all unspoken between the lines. And she's trying to suss out what he's thinking, what he's feeling, how, does, how, how do I not mess this up right now? And at the same time, how do I not be an unrealistic dreamer and keep longing for this man that hasn't reached out in 20
0: years? And to compliment the film again, I would say, while all that is going on underneath, the characters are just doing and saying funny things.
1: Yes. Which is
0: is what, was there any improvisation on the set or was all that there when you read it?
1: It was pretty much all there. This was a movie that was so beautifully written and it was somewhat poetic. So there was very little improvisation. And it was just one of those movies where, I think the rhythm that the filmmakers wanted was on the page. So improvisation was not encouraged on this one. And it didn't need to be. It's, that's the style of the movie. One line immediately leads to the next, just like Jane Austen's literature would. Um, but yes, I, I wanna say that I do relate to Wren deeply. I've tried to relate to all of the characters, even the dark one in The Walking Dead and, and the many dark ones that I've played, I love those because I feel like if I can find something in that character that's like a there but for the grace of God go I sort of thing, you know, who's to say if my life had turned out differently or if there had been a zombie apocalypse and I'd had four children and they were all taken from me in one horrible day, who's to say I wouldn't become that character? Maybe, maybe I would be as hard as Paula. I don't know but there's a joy in having just one episode of something where you need to tell the complete arc. But there's similarly a different joy in an entire movie where I, I can sort of share the ups and downs of what a character is going through and then at the end of the day, hopefully be the audience's eyes and ears so that they're going along on the same journey that Ren is. I've always been drawn to stories that deal with the complications of human relationships. And who are we meant to be with? Is there a chance that somebody from our past could have been that one that we dream of? The fabled one? Um, And I'm currently single, so I do think about that. And I loved the fantasy of you know, what if what if this person had been in my past and just kind of stepping into Ren's shoes and the idea of reconnecting with somebody all those years later and all the things that weren't right about them then could be perfect now? I love that. I can't think of anyone in my own life that that applies to, but I I can't in imagine- your past.
0: They're in your yeah. past, right? They might just show themselves again. They
1: just might. It's <laughs> it's a beautiful romantic concept. I also love the idea that if somebody is currently in a relationship, maybe this movie will help them to rediscover the person that's sitting next to them. You know, if you've there been go. married for 20 years.
0: And stuck inside okay. for 10 months. <laughs>
1: no joke. It's yeah. This has been a challenging and a beautiful time, I think, for relationships, depending on what those relationships are. So maybe, maybe it'll help people to, re- to realize how lucky they are to be together.
0: Well, uh, I ask everyone who comes on the Movie Guys and talks about uh, films and filmmaking, and uh, I'll ask you the same question. What is your favorite movie of all time?
1: There are so many. And I'm sure everyone says there are so many. But... Yeah, and many
0: people cheat. They give me two, three, five. You mm. know. <laughs> I well, narrowed you it down.
1: It over. now you've opened the box because now you've kind of given me the option. But I'm going to stick to just one because I think this movie will forever be one that moves me on all the levels a movie can. And it will always take me back to the first time I saw it in the movie theater and just sat there Sort of somewhere between tears and euphoria. And that movie is American Beauty. Mm. I... Yeah, I think A lot going on in that one. uh, Such a work of art and so evocative on, on many, 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 many different levels. I think there's not a character in it that I can't relate to.
0: Whoa. And... That's that says that, that makes you a very multi-layered person because well, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's all manner of character in that movie.
1: I I think it I think it means to me that they did a beautiful job of showing that even characters we think on the surface have nothing to do with us are more like us than we realize. To me, that is the essence of an extraordinary film and an extraordinary character. And if you think about it, every single character in it, even the most despicable ones on the surface, you, you do get to see their their pain and you see what made them that way. And I think what better thing than for a movie to end and you walk out feeling a world of empathy towards everyone in it.
0: I love that response because it's a great movie. It was the best picture and 250 or so times I've asked that question. First time I've got American beauty. Oh. I mean, you get your Godfathers, your big Lebowski's, your you know Casablanca's over and over again, but uh, that's great. Great answer. Well, uh, let's uh, wrap this up by um, pointing everyone to the film. So it's going to be on VOD December, December 18th. And again, uh, just search your Roku, search your Apple TV, Modern Persuasion. It'll come right up and uh, enjoy and watch the film. What else do we plug in? Alicia Witt music? You're still making music.
1: I sure am. I I've been playing a lot of virtual shows actually during this year of pandemic. So I I have more of those coming up this holiday season. And I have also finished my next full length album this year. So that will be coming during
0: out. the during the lockdown?
1: Yes. Well, we were scheduled to go into the studios and then the lockdown happened this spring. And then as studios started to slowly and safely open up again in Nashville, we got back in there and kept our distance and kept our masks on, except when singing. And we did it successfully. We've got 10 songs fully recorded. They're about to be mixed and mastered and... And I'm going to. I have a tour that was rescheduled from earlier this year. That's set for next spring. So, my plan is to have it out this spring and just start touring with it.
0: 2021. Look for and AliciaWhitMusic.com, I believe, is the website. I've been there before. Okay, cool. So go there for updates and and what's new with the album. And
1: two new Christmas songs as well that just came out.
0: Oh, well, that's timely. Look for those as well. All right. Well, as far as uh, The Movie Guys goes, themovieguys.net and at The Movie Guys pretty much everywhere there is social media. Thank you very much. Alicia, have a great holiday. Thank you
1: so much for having me. Happy holidays. Movie Guys.